the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to the Andrea K Show. She's blonde, five foot two, and one hundred two pounds of dynamite in a dress. Here she is, Andrea K. Welcome to tonight's Andrea K Show. It is Friday Eve. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Thank you so much, Jesus. And I mean that sincerely because it is shaping up to be a beautiful weekend here in San Diego. Glad to have y'all with me along for the ride. I'm not sure I'm going to have my full crew listening tonight because I'm expecting that some people actually listen at times, whether they're out uh, listening on the stream, using their phone, maybe through an iPad, maybe through a device tonight that is a part of this um outage i guess not sure at this point whether or not it was a cyber attack but we're going to get into some of the details of that tonight as well as the fact that it is a reminder of how we all need to be prepared in the event of emergency so i have a special guest coming on later on to tell you all about uh, how you can prepare whether it's for a cyber attack whether it's for an earthquake or whatever emergency might be coming our way it's always best to deal with that in advance, right? All right. Um, we've got that to get into tonight. Speaking of emergencies, I mean, Nikki Haley must be on the phone trying to do a 911 call for a political campaign, uh, some CPR on her political campaign because it is dying on the vine. But she says that she is still in it, that it ain't over yet. So we got to talk about Nikki Haley. We got so much other things to, to go. We've actually got some interesting legal news to share with you guys, some 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 good cases, some good results that you guys might not have heard about in the news. If you've got any other topic ideas, do feel free to email me at andreakshow.com, andreakshow.com. Would love to hear from you there. Oh, and I don't give this out often enough. We actually have a 24-hour hotline. It is 844-814-5227. If you miss any part of the show, download the podcast wherever you get your pods. And also, don't forget this guy. How can you forget him? He's salty. He's sweet. He's nutritional. Always good for you. It's DJ Sesame Broccolini. Is there any way that you could just zonk me out so that like, I, I don't know that I'm at work? <laughs> I forgot about that. One. <laughs> uh, no, no, but seriously, I'm glad to be here. It's going to be a busy show. There's a lot to go on with. And uh, look, Nikki yeah. Haley, there's a there's a very very tiny part of me deep down that admires her fighting spirit. She's delusional, sure, but at least she's a fighter. So at least for herself, when mm-hmm. it comes to her own power and enriching the managerial mm-hmm. elite ruling class behind her, I don't know what's going on. Maybe something has something on her. I don't get it. But I mean, she's pulling it. Zero, one percent, maybe. Yeah. I, 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 seriously, this is this is crazy. 
Yeah, it is crazy. I'm just glad she's still in. I cannot wait for Tuesday to come when she doesn't get one delegate in her home state. Mm-hmm. And when mm-hmm. she starts acting like the Black Knight in Monty Python and the Holy Grail, when, when both of her arms and her legs have been cut off and she's saying, come back here, I'll bite you to death. You know, <laughs> tis but a flesh wound. <laughs> I'm still, <laughs> the battle goes on. <laughs> She was doing an interview with somebody today and she was like, um, you, you know, I, I, what do you mean I haven't won any states? And the person interviewing her was like, what do you mean? What do I mean? You haven't <laughs> won any states. <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> she she is setting a record, I think, a record low for the number of delegates. Oh my uh, gosh. She's got like 16 I, delegates I think- maybe. So. <sighs> Yeah, I don't know. Somebody, I think the interviewer asked her, so what's your plan to win since you haven't won anything yet? And that's when she was like, well, what do you mean I haven't won anything yet? She goes, <laughs> well, you haven't won a state. What do you mean? What do I mean? Absolutely hilarious. Let's get serious. Um, I don't know who you use for your um, cell phones or any of your wireless carrier. I actually have AT&T. So I was not... Um, one of the people that suffered any outages today, but apparently there are thousands of Americans upwards of, I think around a hundred thousand Americans that have been without cellular service for hours. I'm not sure where we stand with those. I haven't seen any uh, latest updates. I'll keep digging for that. Um, do you have AT&T? I do. Yeah. And I was not affected at yeah. all. Thankfully. Yeah. So maybe, yeah, so me me as well. I did see some there was other articles actually that I saw on Drudge that that referenced Verizon, that referenced pharmacies that were shut down, but when I clicked on the articles, it said that the website um was not working in my location, in my area. So I'm not sure the extent of what this is. What the outage is, how many carriers were involved, how many you know people that were out there that were affected. It, at least so far, what we know is that AT and T what was hit. It affected people's ability to call for emergency service. Uh, the FBI and, and uh, Department of Homeland Security are on uh, uh, reportedly on the hunt to track down what disrupted. Oh, it did involve Verizon and T-Mobile and a dozen other cellular care uh, providers. So it didn't involve others. So they're on the lookout. Um, do I think that it's the possibility of a cyber attack and maybe a dry run? Absolutely. I don't have any evidence uh, that it's a dry run, but here's what I know. I know that we have had other dry runs involving our water supplies. We've had other dry runs that have taken place in terms of our electrical grids. Why would there not be a dry run involving, we've had, I, I believe, I correct me if I'm wrong, Sesame Broccolini, but I believe there was actually even dry runs. It was done with our banking institutions. Why would there not be a dry run done involving our communication? And, and on top of it, Going back years during the Obama administration, I remember when China hacked into the GSA, General Services Administration, and they hacked and stole the identities of over 40,000 Americans, which included family, family members of mine. And there was nothing that was done at that point by the Obama administration to secure our systems, nothing done to retaliate against China for that. 
So, I mean, we, we've been hacked and hacked and hacked. We've been hacked to death. We've been hacked more than anybody in the Texas Chainsaw Massacre movies ever were. Okay. Hacked to death. So I absolutely believe that this could possibly be a dry run. And I also believe in the concept of predictive programming. I think that when we have seen movies, multiple movies like that really, really bad one with Julia Roberts, that was produced by the Obamas, um, widely panned, uh, which had to do with a cyber attack that rendered um, that rendered the United States completely immobile. And of course, you know, the white people were the, were the, the monsters were, were the villains, particularly MAGA Kevin Bacon played like an obviously MAGA character. Um, and, and by the way, none of that was as bad for me as the pretense that Julia Roberts is still so hot that the good looking black dude, you know, is going to be hitting on her while her husband's in the other room. Okay. That was probably the most far fetched. <laughs> Part of the entire story for me, but there's actually even another, uh, I think a series coming out on Netflix sooner or one of those streaming services in the next couple of months that has to do with a civil war. And that was also one of the things that had to do in that movie with, um, with that the Obamas produced with Julia Roberts was the, it was alluded to in that movie that there was going to be a war brewing and and I do think that that there are that there is something to be said for the fact that when we have these black swan events or these, you know, there's oftentimes you can look back and see that these events were predicted some way in the media. And I do think there's something to be said for that, if not, that it's it's wishful thinking on the part of those. Uh, not that it's not that it's planned in advance as much as it is wishful thinking in terms of what they're hoping uh, to happen. So and, and I will tell you that I certainly when it comes to tracking down anybody who might be um, wanting to willing to have the motivation and the means to take us down with a cyber attack. Do I trust the FBI and the Department of Homeland Security to investigate it, to stop it? No. Those are the institutions that are working all day, every day against me as American citizen. Those are the ones that are working to orchestrate an invasion of military age men coming into this country, as well as those that are working to cover up the crimes of the left and persecute and prosecute, you know, those of us that are, you know, on the, are on the opposite side politically. So I absolutely do not trust these institutions. Anything you want to add to this topic? Yeah, there are there are a couple of things I do want to add because I'm torn on this. One part of me thinks it's certainly likely. I mean, anything's possible that it could be an attack, uh, and, and I would not. I, I could see it being a foreign national or someone from China, India, Russia, whatever, or some other country that would like to see us, um, you know, collapse. Or, or I could also see a sort of domestic black hat situation because we have a terrible hacking problem in this country that is very domestic mm -hmm. and it wasn't that long ago maybe just two summers ago that scripts actually was victim uh to one of these terrible attacks where some group you know um got access to a bunch of their data and took them offline basically and said you need to pay us you know a few hundred thousand dollars or a few million dollars and then we'll give you your data back and that's scripps hospital right here in la jolla i think that was maybe scripps green maybe not but th the point is it could be a domestic group it could be a foreign group at the same time i i, I don't it's like living without wi-fi and not even for all of us is that 
I feel like if there was going to be an attack, they would go after our power, our water, because we have had water systems and power systems in various parts of the country attacked in various yeah. ways. So it's except like this was an attack to me it, that just feels a little right. mild because it's like it didn't it didn't even impact me. So I w- I don't know if this was thwarted or something. Well, or? yeah, but except. Well, let me let me yeah, let me go, jump go in ahead. here because what what as as what um, one of these experts said in an article I'm reading, um, you know, AT and T. Uh, some of these carriers, um, you know, also have business services as a part of this. There's a lot of people that only do online banking and don't carry any cash. Uh, Uh, You think about everything that's involved in the data and using your, these devices. And it's not just your ability to send a text or call 911 for help. Uh, It involves every aspect of your data and our lives. Uh, Everything from um, healthcare, to your banking, to, um, you know, a, a lot of people's businesses, a lot of people's businesses are completely not just e- e-commerce, but aspects of their businesses are all handled online now. And so, you know, a device or Wi-Fi goes down and so does their ability to conduct any of their business. Okay. So, yeah, um, yeah. Okay. yeah. so it, it, it's absolutely, absolutely a major thing. I want to know what you guys think about it. Email me, andreakshow.com, andreakshow.com. Marco Rubio had some interesting comments about this. And we're going to pick up this discussion on the other side of the break. Stay with us. Andrea K. Telling you like it is while eating a donut too. It's the Andrea K. Show on the Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K. Show. Continuing our discussion about this outage, um, it is it is frightening. It is scary when you think about how dependent we are on uh, Wi-Fi in these devices. It's one of the reasons why I'm a relic. I still have a landline in my phone, landline phone in my home, just for the ability to be able to call 911 or to make to make phone calls if Wi-Fi goes down. Uh, AT&T, here's one of the things that's interesting today. AT&T, which is one of the main uh, networks today uh, that was down and had outages and people unable to make calls, have declared that they're going to end landlines here in the state of California in the next few years. And they want us because they want us to be dependent on technology. They want us to all, ultimately the plan is for us to be on a digital footprint where every aspect of our lives is kept in digital form and we are vulnerable to be manipulated and controlled with the ability to access our lives uh, via data. And I'm going to continue to fight that as long as I can. You need to have a battery-operated radio uh, in your home. We're going we're gonna to also talk more about what you need to prepare for an emergency a little bit later. We're going to have Trevin Reese on. He's going to be back with us. He's, fra- he's got uh, one of the nation's uh, uh, largest uh, prep company. And uh, he's going to be on to share more with you what you need to know uh, and have to be prepared Um, But one of the things that I found interesting was what Marco Rubio said today. He said that 
I don't know what the cause was of the AT&T outage, he says, but I do know it will be 100 times worse when China launches a cyber attack before invading Taiwan. And I thought it was interesting that he said that because when you think about state actors wanting to having the motivation and the means to launch a cyber attack to cripple us, I mean, China's the first one that comes to mind. And not only did he go there with China, but he tied it to an attack on Taiwan. And I, I don't know how much of that is meant to scare us. We know that when we are so weak right now with this ridiculous U.S. military, ridiculous commander in chief, uh, Kamala Harris as number two. I mean, it's just we could not be weaker as a nation. We're a laughing stock. We're not a superpower. Not when we got that crumbled, corrupt, cognitively challenged clump of cat litter. Nice alliteration, okay. Uh, as in as the commander in chief, um, but I do think it's something that we need to be we need to be concerned about because if they were going to attack Taiwan, they're likely to do it uh, before you know um, they think Donald Trump's going to be back into power. He says that um, it would be a, a, he said that it it would be uh, right before on the eve of China launching an invasion of Taiwan, and he said and it won't be just cell service they hit, it will be your power, your water, and your bank. So even those that aren't don't have everything already, I don't do online banking, I would still be crippled because I wouldn't be able to go to my bank and get money out. Um, fellow Florida Republican Carlos Jimenez echoed Rubio's sentiment. He posted on X and said, agreed. Uh, at Senator Marco Rubio, communist China will continue to work overtime to undermine America and the free world. All right. Um, so that's what, uh, and it's interesting because I'm not seeing more people seemingly concerned. Have you seen, I haven't heard today that Donald Trump has said much about it. Um, Here's what Laura Loomer posted, which I thought was interesting. She says, is America being attacked by an EMP dry run? She said, in the middle of the night last night, there were mass cellular outages reported for uses of AT&T, Verizon, Cricket Wireless, Boost Mobile, as well as others. Why would millions of people's phones give them an SOS message, which prevents someone from making any calls, even to 911? That's a good point. She said, this sounds like an EMP dry run to me. I've been saying for a long time we are going to be attacked. I predict we are attacked by an EMP in the near future. That is electromagnetic pulse uh, cyber attack. Our infrastructure has been neglected and it's wide open for attacks. No wonder why, oh, she agreed me here. No wonder why the Obamas recently made this the storyline of the Netflix movie they just released called Leave the World Behind. So I don't know. Um, like I said, I'm not saying I agree with her. I think that's what predictive programming is. I think this is what they would like to happen. Hey, Sesame, it's an election year. What a brilliant thing to do right now. You know, and it's funny because Nikki Haley said today, mark my words, if Donald Trump gets the nomination, he will not win. They have a strategy to stop President Trump. They have a strategy to keep power in the hands of the Democrats. And if it includes an EMP attack against the United States, they're all for it, aren't they? Yeah, I, 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 I would certainly believe that to be the case. They, from what I've seen, especially since Trump even got into politics, 
they will stop at literally nothing to make sure that they keep him out of power. This republic is gone. It's not an election. It's a selection. You know, it's it's a group of of people who've deemed themselves holier than thou and superior to the rest of us, and they they will determine. They have big plans for this country, and none of them include, you know, government at the consent of the governed or a situation in which Donald J. Trump gets to get back into the White House and really start doing some damage to the deep state, which you know is is something I would love to see happen because I think that's the only that that's the biggest threat facing this country right now is the deep state and. As for this EMP attack, what Loomer said is actually pretty interesting. I'll say this. It, it is it, it is extremely concerning to see how outdated the software is when we talk about some of the, let's say, warships that carry warheads. Um, no, no disrespect to the armed forces in this country, but there are so many government secrets that are kept on computers that run on very outdated operating systems that are rife with lots of easily exploitable vulnerabilities for a hacker. So I, I will say, uh, as far as her point about the fact that we're weak and vulnerable, we absolutely are, and not just politically, but also from a technological standpoint, because all of that government spending, it's not going to uh, new computers for the Navy and the Marines to update all of our software systems. I mean, we got nuclear destroyers that are running on a Microsoft program that's 30 years old. So it's, it is concerning to, to know that and think, well, I mean, it wouldn't be that difficult for a, a pretty, you know, um, even novice level hacker to uh, mm-hmm. penetrate one of our government systems and get access to some crazy confidential, very sensitive information. Just because the U.S. government, I don't know why, but we're, we're big, we're bloated, but we're not investing in, in cybersecurity at all. It doesn't feel yeah. like a priority to anybody in D.C. Right. And, and, and I, find it, I also find it suspicious when they're blaming a solar flare. Um, you yeah. Know, that, that, that's a little suspicious as well. Somebody responded to Loomer and said, oh, remember when all the senators in 2023 were given satellite phones? Now, do I does that mean that I think that Congress is in 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 the works of trying to plan something like this? No, but they what what I think is they know how vulnerable we are and they're prepared. They've got plans to keep them safe and keep them secure and to be able to communicate. And we need to do that as well, which is why I've got Trevin Reese uh, coming on the show uh, in, in, in a little bit. Um, one of the things too that we have to think about, uh, I think it was RFK Jr. said today, oh, why can't we, we can put a man on the moon. Why can't we all have election machines that we can, you know, trust? No. How about we don't have our, uh, our voting tied to the internet either? How about we go back to paper ballots so that we can't have some cyber attack be an excuse uh, to not have an election or be a means for an election to be stolen. This should be another reminder of why we need to go back to, like France and other countries have done, same-day voting. You don't need six weeks. You want to go on vacation? If you care enough about vo- voting, you won't go on vacation uh, when it's voting election day. And if you go on vacation, then you give up You give up your right to vote. Same-day voting, paper ballots, have enough uh, voting places around the country to where, uh, like we used to, to where all they've got to do at the end of the day is count a couple hundred votes, and then everybody knows who won same day. That's the solution. Technology is not our friend right now. It's really not. All right, we're going to take a break. We come back. 
we are going to shift gears. We've got lots of other things to get into tonight, but definitely stay tuned because I do want you prepared in the event of emergencies. And we're going to give you some really important information on that uh, a little bit later in the show. So stick with us. needed reality check you're listening to the andrea k show on the answer san diego welcome back to tonight's andrea k show we've been talking about these outages that have taken place across the country um you know technology can be a good thing but it's at the point where it's we're too dependent on it and it's a tool and a weapon that can be used against us and going to switch gears right now if you miss any part of those uh, two segments uh download the podcast or if you miss any part of any of the show download download the podcast wherever you get your pods um speaking of um technology being a tool that can be used against us let's talk about uh, wokeism, big tech, and artificial intelligence. Uh, Google has something called Gemini, which is an ultra-woke uh, artificial intelligence. And um, it, it, the report has been that it ran amok revising history. Um, it's the AI chatbot Gemini, and it was generating... Um, politi- quote, politically correct, but historically inaccurate images in, in response to user prompts, um, like showing George Washington as a black man, um, uh, it, you know, users, according to reports, users were probing how woke the masters of the universe have gone. Um, and, um, I guess that's how they were prompting this. I'm not, I don't know enough about AI and chatbots, how they work. Um, but Sesame Broccolini, uh, evidently this artificial intelligence thing based upon its communications with people. I mean, can you explain to me what this thing was doing? Well, here, because that's the thing is the big question with AI is, how I mean, does it have its own brain? Does it have its own way of processing information and doing something about that? Because I don't know the early AIs; they were tough, and in some ways, the AIs are not very smart, um, based on my own experience. But also, clearly, it's smart enough to discriminate, um, and clearly, it's smart enough to tell you that uh, we can't show you any whites, but we can show you everyone else. Um, right. Yeah, so, so what was happening was there was a request for, you know, pictures of the founding fathers yes, signing yeah. the Constitution. Mm-hmm. And so then what the people got was images of like – An uh, Asian gentleman, like an, an African Asian, black yeah, man. Looks, yeah, like n- none yeah. of the founders. None of the founders. And, you know, you know so to me, I don't know if, if that is intelligence or if it's just software was done to where if somebody asks for that those images, it pops up as, you know, people of color. I don't really know. Either way, it's racist and, and, and gross. So they have, um, I guess they've taken it down or dismantled it or whatever, uh, stopped it. 
Um, it's in the course of this, though, in the past couple of days, um, it's been discovered that the um, the lead on this artificial intelligence product, Gem, uh, Gemini, is a guy named Jack Krausick. I don't know how to say his name. And he is known for openly expressing anti-white sentiments. Um, and so, you know, I, I don't know if the Gemini chatbot is intelligent or if it's just this guy, you know, did what's it called coded it to where you know um because he doesn't like white people even though he's white um you know it shows up as as black people he says we are aware that gemini is offering inaccuracies in some historical image gener generation depictions and we are working to fix it immediately um given his comments about white people in the past um, nobody's really buying his, these excuses. Do you buy it? He, oh, and in fact, I have a quote from him here that he that he had posted on X. White privilege is blanking real. Don't be a blank and act guilty and uh, about it. Do your part in recognizing bias at all levels of egregious. So, yeah. So that's what's behind this chatbot, isn't it? Yeah, it feels like a case of the the very biased, bigoted, hateful apple does not fall that far from the from the hateful tree. You know, it's it's you've got a product manager who's time and time again look through his threads and look at what he posts. Mm -hmm. I mean, this is someone who has so much hatred and vitriol in his heart, and it would not surprise me if some of that absolutely skewed or you know, influenced the way this was created or the way that it thinks. Because what I do know about all this AI stuff is that it comes back to us. We are the master. We are the creator in our small own little way. Not the true creator, God, but God gave us the power to create things in our own little bubble, in our own little small ways. We could unplug this technology. We, could, we don't have to develop AI. AI is not developing itself. We, we have people that are lobbying for that, that are pushing for that. And so many of those people just happen to be radical lefties from Berkeley or Palo Alto or New York City or L.A. And it's, it's just – it's not surprising because we've also seen this before. This is not the first time. I mean some of the early chat GPTs, you would say something like, hey, you know, uh, I'm voting for Biden. And it would say something encouraging like, that's great. Democracy is a good thing. But then if you say I'm voting for Trump, they say, oh, well, we don't want to talk politics. Like we, we've seen this kind of thing, this political bias overtly in other stages of development with other AI tools. So it's not new either. And it's just it's just sick. It's sick. It is sick because what do we? Are we not in the middle of Black History Month? When may I think at this point we need to have a White History Month, right? Because white people are now literally being erased on Google. Is that not what's happening? You know, imagine somebody doing this. Imagine you, you know, you're googling, you know, the inventor of the cotton gin, and instead of, you know, Eli Whitney's dark skin coming up, um, it's a white person. Can you imagine the outcry? Imagine somebody googling that that uh, formerly successful talk show host Oprah, and you know, Jane Pauley's face comes up white. Can you imagine the outcry? Or Google uh, Barack Obama and a white person comes up. Yeah, look, it's... You know, yeah. yeah I mean, it was, this is discriminatory. It's bigoted. It's racist. It's despicable. And the left is, is you know, um, they don't even hide it anymore. 
they don't even hide it. They don't, it's, it, there's no more pretense that they're the party of looking for equality and the party of anti-racism. They are flat out the racist in, in this country. And what we need to happen is we need more elected officials willing to speak up about it. I have not heard any elected official talk about the war on white people in this country to talk about um, how white privilege and diversity, equity, and inclusion is not just wrong in the workplace or this and that, that it's evil and that we've got reverse racism in this country. We need to get rid of Black History Month. We should have never done this Juneteenth stuff. We're all Americans. We're all Americans. So there's that. All right, we're going to take a break. We come back. We're going to bring in Trevin Reese and we're going to talk about what you need to know about getting prepared in the event that there is an outage. If you were a part of this outage today, I want to hear from you. Email me at andreakshow.com. Also, how prepped are you? Are you ready to go? You know, Tucker was putting out last week that if our grid is vulnerable and if it goes down, the average person can't last more than five days. Where do you stand with that? I want to hear from you. Email me, andreakshow.com, andreakshow.com. Andrea Kay, telling you like it is, while eating a donut, too. It's the Andrea Kay Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea Kay Show. We've spent a good bit of time talking about this outage that uh, took place across the country. And even though it wasn't 200 million Americans affected, Certainly, it was a reminder of the vulnerabilities that we face as a nation with our grid, how dependent we are on technology, and most importantly, how unprepared we are as citizens in the event of of an emergency, whether it be a cyber attack, whether it be an earthquake here in California. In fact, we, we just had like a slew. There was like a cluster of earthquakes out here recently. We even had last summer, the first time in San Diego in decades, we had a threat of a hurricane. And even though we know that we need to be prepared, I mean, how many of us really are? And so when I heard of this outage today, one of the first things I thought of was that we're not prepared. And so I reached out to the company that can help individuals, families, businesses, and beyond prepare for any form of disaster. I reached out to them. It's Trevin Reese, Vice President of Ready America. And he's been on the show before. In fact, I think it was when we had that hurricane uh, that was on its way here to San Diego. And a lot of people were like, oh, see how that was no big deal. But you didn't know until it got here, right? That's why you have to be prepared in advance. So Trevor Reese, Uh, from Ready America is back with me tonight. Hey, Trevin, thanks for being back with me. Hey, Andrew, thanks for having me on again. Well, let's let's start with you. First of all, for those who are new to the show and didn't hear your interview with me last time you were on, and I think it had to do with we had that hurricane that was supposedly coming, right? Was that what it was for? Yes, that was correct. I was on to discuss the hurricane and how we can get prepared for that. Right. And in fact, I needed uh, one of the things I wanted was a frog yigger because in the South, you know, one of the main thing, everybody thinks flashlight when well, the South, we get these flashlights called frog yiggers. 
And I couldn't even find and nobody even knew what I was talking about when I went to Home Depot. That was one of the things that made me nervous and caused me, uh, you know, alarm for being prepared. One of the reasons why I reached out to you. But tell everybody uh, a little bit about the background of your company so that they can feel sure and assured that you guys are the company to help them prepare. And then we'll get into some specifics. Absolutely. So my name is Trevin Reese. I'm the vice president of Ready America. It's been our family business now for 33 years, actually, located here in San Diego is where we got our start. And so we have been, we started out as an earthquake preparedness company. I mean, we are in California. And so our family started with one single product, and that's called Quake Hold Putty. And that is used to secure all the items inside your home, such as breakables, glass, crystal, china. And so we got our start after the Northridge earthquake. Anybody Mm -hmm. that used our product didn't lose any of the items after that earthquake. And so we actually got our start in Home Depot. Home Depot called us, and we actually created the very first safety center in Home Depot with that one single product. And the demand for that continued to skyrocket. So we created a full line of products for inside the home, earthquake fastening straps for TVs, for your furniture, any bookcases, any potential hazards inside the home. And we continue to expand into emergency kits. So emergency kits with uh, food and water that have five-year shelf lives, that have your first aid supplies, and they have, we have them for one person, two per- people, four people. So for individuals, families, and we started expanding out from there and helping to prepare local cities, counties, different businesses. Uh, we help provide supplies to a lot of the major Fortune 500 companies, as well as we actually manufacture our extended shelf life drinking water of the five mm. and 10 year shelf life that goes into all of these kits. And so we are providing that to FEMA, for disaster relief, a lot of their distribution centers, and we're uh, producing that water throughout the country. And so we continue to support efforts to continue to keep people safe across the country, as well as Puerto Rico, Guam, uh, and just continuing to focus on preparedness uh, is, is our mission. Fantastic. So certainly nobody should question your ability to provide great, (laughs) great products and services for them to prepare. So let's talk about preparation. So I don't know that it makes a difference whether or not we're preparing for a hurricane, an earthquake or a cyber attack. Talk to, to, you know, is there like a basic kit that you recommend to people that they at least have to have on hand and what it includes? Talk about that. Yeah, absolutely. So one of our standard kits, you can find these available at Home Depot, Lowe's, Walmart, pretty much any major retailer or Amazon.com. It's going to include your essentials for three days at minimum. Those first three days are absolutely critical. Your first priority item is going to be your emergency drinking water. Water is going to be number one crucial item to have in the event of an emergency. Additionally, food and first aid supplies are all included in these kits. And we want to make it simple for our community members and those across the country to get prepared. So we have developed what are the most uh, very cost-effective kits. It's, you know, it's about for a single person, it's about $30 for three days That's to get it? prepared. Yeah, it's it's a very cost-efficient wow. cost kit. We've been doing this for 33 years, so we have yeah. uh, 
been able to uh, to we get great deals on everything because we buy in, in such large quantities, and so we're able to turn around and turn that price around to to our customers and the people that matter the most. That's amazing. So you're able to capture economies of scale and be able to pass that along. That's extraordinary. I thought you were going to tell me like three hundred bucks. You know, well, we for, do for three days. That, you know, do have do I do have a higher price point that do have more robust items in them? You know, uh, waterproof matches, fire starters, uh, additional items that are more heavy duty for uh, if you want to go with more of the, like the elite line of kits. But you know, there's there's options out there for everybody and it's really up to them on what kind of style kit they want, how many people they're trying to prepare for. Mm -hmm. So we want to make sure that everybody has the essentials. And then, you know, we want to leave room in there too for people to customize their kit, to put Mm -hmm. important documents, uh, to keep some additional cash in there, you know, running shoes, additional extra clothes, whatever they need to make and medication, whatever they need to continue to, if they have to evacuate, that they can maintain uh, a a decent quality of life after they have to evacuate or they have to uh, shelter in place. And you know what, I know myself, when there was a landslide up at Mount Soledad and we were forced to evacuate, I wished that I had had a kit prepared for us to grab as we were, as, as we were running out. Um, We've only got about a minute and a half left. You, you, do you have stuff for pets? Don't you? We have pet emergency kits. We have uh, dog and cat that uh, are small kits. And then we have a large dog kit as well that actually wraps around them. It's like a saddlebag filled with emergency supplies, extended shelf life for the dog food and the water. I figure, you know, I tell everybody dogs are part of the family. Our animals are part of the family and they should carry their own weight, too. (laughs) <laughs> I love that. Um, listen, it, you know, if you're within the sound of my voice and it just because the company Ready America is based out of San Diego doesn't mean that you can't get uh, what you need from them. So tell everybody where they can go to get all these products, Trevin. Absolutely. So you can find us in Home Depot, Lowe's, Walmart, Amazon.com. On the West Coast, we are in every major retailer uh, expanding across the nation. Uh, check out our Amazon.com store. If you have any questions, you can reach out to us. Uh, the company is Ready America. Uh, anywhere or anytime you send more, any place you send more than eight hours a day, you want to have your emergency kit. It's very simple to do and easy to get prepared, and we want you to do that. Absolutely. Well, Trevin, thank you so so much for all you do to to help people protect their lives and be prepared. And thanks for being here tonight, Andrea. It's my pleasure. Thank you so much for having me on again. Thank you. All right, you guys, we're going to take a break. When we come back, hour two of tonight's Andrea K. Show. You don't want to miss it. Stay tuned. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. 
with in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.